and welcome to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. You guys, thank you for tuning in on Veritas on 1350 AM if you're up in Connecticut or in on Long Island and maybe you are listening on their app or perhaps you're listening on a podcast app or maybe, just maybe, you're watching on YouTube, possibly Facebook. However this is happening, thank you for being here. I want to talk about friendship. <laughs> I want to talk about female friendship first of all, because let me just say this. I grew up with three brothers and none of them are girls. That's how the whole brother thing works. So when I got to school and there were girls there, I didn't really know what to do, you know? And I don't think this is unique to a lot of people. Like if you have one set of siblings, like a gender, and then you interact with the other gender, you're like, I don't know what to do. Like with girls, I was like, I don't understand what's happening here. I want to talk about Star Wars and Atari. Yes, that shows how old I am. Um, but they wanted to talk about My Little Pony and Strawberry Shortcake. I'll tell you why I liked My Little Pony and Strawberry Shortcake. <laughs> I really like Strawberry Shortcake because all the dolls smelled like dessert. <laughs> and as we know, I was a chubby kid. So I loved my strawberry shortcakes because they were delicious. Okay. I also was absolutely the kid that would eat the, what the lip smackers. I really loved like the cola flavored because <laughs> I was not allowed to have Coca-Cola or, you know, any type of like beverage that was beyond water. So I would absolutely load up on any of the, you know, any of the makeup things that smell like cola or like if I was allowed to have gummy bears, I would get like the cola flavored gummy bears, you know? So when it comes to female friendships, it took me a really long time to figure out how to, I was going to say play that game, <laughs> how to interact. I'll give an example. I was at Sirius XM at the studios. I used to be on the show frequently, um, on Jen Fulweiler's show for a few years. And when I would go to New York, I would make sure that they would let me go live. I love how I said that I would make them. I would beg. <laughs> I would beg them to let me go live at the SiriusXM studios in New York on 6th Avenue, Avenue of the Americas. I'm pretty sure it's 6th Avenue. We'll just say it is. And I thought it was super cool because I'd walk in and it would be like a bunch of famous people. I'm not kidding. Every time I went, I, I met Al Roker. I met like all sorts of random people that were just there. One day I walk in and there's something called the fishbowl, okay? And it's a glass studio in the middle of Sirius XM. So when you walk off of the elevators, you see this glass tank <laughs> of people, okay? And on this day, there were risers on the other side. Like, so there's actual human beings watching people in the glass tank. Now, all, everyone that's like in the bleachers has these big badges, and I just pretend that they're all from Duluth. Like, I don't know why, but it just helps my story. So everyone in the risers is from Duluth. Okay, I don't know if that's true. The people inside this fish tank or the fishbowl, I don't know what it's called, whatever it is. I see all of a sudden someone really slouchy, and I'm squinting through the glass like a total creeper. And it's Jenny McCarthy. And I was like, why is Jenny McCarthy here? Come to find out she has her own show on Sirius XM. Okay. And apparently she's really great at it. I'm sure she is. And so it's Jenny McCarthy. And then I start noticing, I know a lot of these people. Like I can, re I recognize a lot of these people. And I'm like, oh, that's Cher from Clueless, which is um, Alicia Silverstone. <laughs> she has a real name. And Mina Savari was there. She was in American Beauty. Uh, Kyle Richards, who I know not from, she's in Real Housewives. So those of you that, that watch Real Housewives of like 
Orange County or LA or I don't know. I don't watch it. Um, I know she's on that show with her sister, Kim, but I know her as a Disney star. Her and her sister, Kim Richards, were both Disney stars and they happen to be the aunts to um, the Hilton sisters. If you know, like Nikki and Paris Hilton, those are their aunts. Anyway, I know Kim Richards from, what was the name? I'll have to think of it. Betty Davis was in it. It was creepy. Anyway, I start freaking out. I'm like, I know all these people. I Well, they don't know me, but I know all of these people. Okay. Well, then I see the people of Duluth stand up with their badges and they start getting in a line. And I had hired a photographer, my girlfriend, Karen, who is an incredible photographer. She ended up working uh, for Jen and Hallie as well. And she did my latest photos, the ones that look like Saturday Night Live and my last shoot. That's all Karen. So she's there. And I said, what if I hop in that line with all the Duluth people? I was like, do you think I get to meet? share. That's all I wanted to do was meet Alicia Silverstone because who doesn't love Clueless? She said, sure, hop in the line. So I did. And I gave her my phone and she took pictures because there was a real photographer there. And the people with Duluth had the big VIP badges and they got real pictures with the real photographer. Karen's a real photographer. But I mean, like, like with the Sirius XM, like we're going to mail this to your house photographer. Okay, whatever. So I get up there and I'm noticing, I'm noticing these women. The entire time they're just staring at the camera, like very like out of it, like whatever that word is, like, what is it? Like just aloof. Is that aloof? They're just staring at the camera, whatever. They're not looking at one person. Every person comes up and they're like freaking out. They're like, I'm from Iowa, you know? And they're like, da, 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 da. And like, they like run up and they're like, ha, ha. And they're just, you know, trying to like, you know, get up next to Lisa Silverstone and whatever. And they do not break contact with the camera. Like they don't look at these people. They didn't shake their hands. They didn't say hello. Like it was the most crazy thing. And I've been around a lot of celebrities in New York, not a in LA. I know a few, but I haven't been around them, but New York is not like that. And I was like, these LA celebrities are something else. <laughs> I was like, they're not nice to anybody. So I decide, well, I'm not doing that. I'm not from Duluth. So I'm watching this whole thing happen. My turn to come up and I go up to Alicia Silverstone and I put out my hand and I said, Hey, I love your vegan cookbook. It is one of my favorites. Cause I knew she was a big vegan. And I do love her vegan cookbook. That is true. And she lit up like a Christmas tree. <laughs> like Alicia Silverstone goes, oh, really? In her little tiny share voice. And she put her arm around me and she rubbed my back the whole time, which I'm not sure if I was wanting to go that far, but she did. She rubbed it. It's not that late. She rubbed my back the whole time and took pictures. And, and then when I was leaving, she held my hands and she was like, well, you were just so sweet. And I was like, ladies, y'all were fantastic. They were awful. And I was like, you know, take care. And then I went to do a show, which they didn't care. And it made me think about women and friendships and how cold they were and how, because I wasn't in their club or in their group, they were like, peace out. But the second, the second I said something that was of interest to one of them, uh, you know, I was in. So obviously Alicia and I like stay in touch. She has no idea who I am. I want to bring in Taylor because Taylor has the opposite growing up with me. As we all know, Taylor is now producing the show, Taylor Schroll. And he likes to sing a lot. And Taylor grew up with all sisters and not brothers. And this is why I think you and I actually get along so well, because I'm really comfortable hanging out with guys. I've always said I'm a guy's gal. And we all know that, you know, you're just one step away from being a lady. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, I'm just going to go. <laughs> 
no, it's not true. Taylor's actually one of the most mainly men I know. He's a coach and he like also all not true. Things. Where did you, we went way too far. <laughs> See, I do that. I go way too far. But let me ask you, do you think you suffered because you had all I know you love your sisters. I know you do. But do you did it change how you interacted with guys like as you came into your own? It I or make you better. I think I have better relationships with women than I do with the guys in my life. Yeah. I think it's because I was surrounded by women my entire life. Right. So sim- so kind of the similar, like kind of the same. Like that's why like I've always had best guy yes, friends. Yes, you and I are the same. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. We are, we are, as much as it pains him, we are very similar. Um, and this is probably one of the biggest ways. And I think it is because I had brothers. And so I'm used to guys. Like, I'm used to talking to guys, hanging out with guys. I like what they talk about. Like I can't hang out with women when they start talking about laundry and like lice and things like that. I peace out. Like I, I end up smoking a cigar and having whiskey with the husbands on, you know, the front porch. You, but you don't sit around and talk about laundry and stuff like what, and you're a sports guy though. And you play video games. So what is it for you? Why do you think that like you, you connect better with women? I don't know, than guys. Because I still feel like you're kind of a guy's guy. No? I mean, I'm like Paul. I've become all things to all people. <laughs> I can, I, I've learned to do all of it. I, yeah, I mean, like, it's just one of those things that, like, guys' friendships, especially, like, growing up, are very different. Like, uh, the growing up, the girls were always fighting. And, like, I think as, as women get older, they're not fighting as much anymore. Not that it goes away. But... Like guys, like legitimately, I got in a actual fist fight, including like helmets being thrown with the punches. Like it's the dumbest thing in the world. When football players get in fights, the first thing they do is they take off their headgear, which is silly. (laughs) But I got in a fight with a guy. Guess who drove him home that day? You did. I did. Y'all are so weird. (laughs) Y'all are so weird. Y'all can literally punch each other and it's done. Where women were like, okay, that one time in third grade when you said my lipstick was like not cool and it was cool because I'm in third grade. Why do you have lipstick in third grade? It's a terrible analogy. I did. <laughs> Taylor. But it's true. Like we will be like, so she's not my friend anymore. Like it's over. You know, like we'll hold on to it or we'll think whatever. And and I've had so many girlfriends be like, I forgot I said that to you or I don't know or like whatever. But guys, y'all can like punch each other and you're done and you're over it. But yet you still hang out. Like I know Allison and I are two of your best friends and we're both women and we're both older than you by a lot, which I think it's hilarious. But that's okay for you. Like, I don't know why. Why, Taylor? Let's let's crack this nut open. <laughs> I learned that in friendship, I can, I, you know, like everybody in friendship, you give some and then you, and you, you take some, right? Well, I learned that uh, it, eventually if I became y'all's friends, I could become y'all's clients. And old women tend to have a lot of money and <laughs> they could then give me that money. So this is all a long con. You want to be in my will? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, these are the things Taylor teases me about money and, and being older. Here's the thing. If you're older, you have more money than Taylor. Like that's not hard. He's nine. Okay. It's easy to have more money than Taylor. Second of all, I mean, I'm not that much older Taylor, but yeah, those are his favorite things to pick on me about. I love that you just submitted to everybody that you use Allison and I, and that we're not really friends. It's never been a secret. It's been quite obvious to everyone. He's also kidding. He loves us tremendously. And he actually is a good friend, but he doesn't want us to tell people that he has a rep to uphold. So yeah, I want your parents and fans to continue to despise me. (laughs) It's all I want in life. I did it by 
naturally and they hate me anyway so why not just lead into <laughs> they it they do not they love you and i tell them all the time what a good guy you actually are um but yeah i have to say i it took me a long time to make peace with women not that alicia like ever calls but with actual women in my life and the guests who we're going to have today which i'm pretty excited that she's here i'm pretty excited i mean i'm trying not to scream taylor hates when i do that Y'all, this woman is one of the greatest women I know. She is a huge, huge person in my life about female relationships and women and how that works. And she's a really good female relationship. Like she is like the bridge that brought me from Alicia. <laughs> the rest of the world. That's not true at all. She used to live in DC. She just moved to Raleigh. You guys, she happens to be in town because she flew in and I'm going to call her up in a second. I don't want you to go anywhere. I'm talking about Laura Roland. You have time to go find out who she is because you're going to be as excited as I am. Don't go anywhere. You are tuned into It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. Welcome back to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. And as you can see, I've got the incredible Laura Rowland with me. If you don't know Laura, you're about to because she's one of my favorite humans on the planet. You know that. Oh, Liv. Because I, I tell you all the time. You do. And it's, you're one of mine. It's a little annoying. Do they, do they know what we're going to do? This is just what we're going to do. <laughs> this for is like it. The next, this we're is just going to tell each other. Now I like female friendships because this is what you taught me to do, which we just braid each other's hair. <laughs> And we say, I love you. And we love Jesus. Um, no. Yeah, that's that's pretty much <laughs> what we the do. gist of it. Yeah. OK, but so for real, friend. Yeah. Before I get into who you are and what you do, I think it makes way more sense to talk about you just moved. <laughs> <laughs> we did just move. You did. You, you did. lived in the D.C. area forever in a really cool apartment situation. Yeah. Like it was cool. Like you it had, was cool. It was really cool. It was cool. And then you moved during the pandemic once. And then you thought that was so fun. I want to do that again. And this time I want to move out of state. Exactly. So you went to Raleigh. We did. What we do you did. think? How are you liking it? So Raleigh is a fantastic city. It is, um, it's been on our bucket list of places to go and visit and to, you know, hang out and do all those things. My husband and I are empty nesters. So we have three adult children and we have two in-law kiddos. Um, and oh, that's right. our first grandbaby is due in a couple of weeks. I can't wait. Do we know what the baby is? Uh, we do, but we're not saying. Oh, it's a secret. Okay. Okay, got it. Mm -hmm, yeah. Fine. But anyway, so a couple weeks. <laughs> anyway, so when our youngest went off to college, we moved from the suburbs of Maryland to downtown DC. And, you know, we wanted to just sort of live the city life for a little while. We had a fantastic time. Yeah, you did. We did. We really did. Um, and then, you know, once COVID hit, Sorry, can I? Uh, yeah, once COVID hit, yeah, fine. once COVID hit, we decided that, you know, we could work from anywhere. And so yeah. we wanted to move a little out of the city and um, go and be near my mom. So my mom is like the Got best person it. on the planet. She's the best. And right there. And, and so right there. there. She was literally right there. And so we moved to to an apartment in you know the suburbs of Maryland for a year. And then things shifted again and we picked up and moved. So when you yeah. downsize yeah. and you uh, get rid of the stuff, you can move on a dime. And, and you can do that. That's basically what we did. So you're yeah. just living your best life. We are living a pretty, a pretty blessed life yeah. right now. And, you know, God's been so good. I mean, at every turn, he's just really provided um, for us in, in what we needed to have. And yeah, so it's, we're just having I love a fun it. time. We're having it's fun watching. Time. And it's been really cool because. It's I, like, where's Laura now? Right? Well, like, it is a little bit. <laughs> it's a tiny bit like that. But you and I met 
in women's ministry. We did. We now each have our own women's ministry. You've had yours a lot longer. You, you know, um, three years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. We might be yeah, kind of the, the same. same. Yeah. yeah. We kind of might be the same, but we kind of feel the same way about women's ministry and women. Yes. We've been pretty open about it. Like, I mean, uh, you know, not just in the Catholic sense or whatever, but we've struggled with it, which is why we went into, you know what? I'm going to make my own, like, I'm going to write my own stuff, my right. own women's ministry, watching you develop as a Catholic speaker. And you are a Catholic, like female ministry guru, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, I mean, you. you've written like, yeah. you have Tuesday's journal, you have, you go live, you write retreats and conferences and you're speaking, you've been to Australia. I mean, wow. How's I forgot that? I did all that. You right, did, I know. You do like, all of that. You yeah. know, you have Encounter Grace, right? We do. Yeah. Oh, I gosh. for you. Yes, you did. Yeah. Oh, we had a little fun. That was a lot of fun. We, yeah, yeah go ahead. We had, talk, no, yeah, we had a lot of fun it. at that because the Nationals and the Astros were in the ah, series. the series at that That's point. right. And so your whole monologue yeah. for my conference <laughs> in front of all these Nationals fans right. was all about the Astros. It was. It was very well received. I wanted no one to like me. <laughs> No, they loved you. I mean, it was fun. They loved you. We had a good time at that. No, we did. Yeah. And I want and I want to ask you, like, so what what made you get into women's ministry? Like, what made you wake up and say, I'm done going to this stuff? Not yeah. that you don't, you still attend. I do. And and you're a great cheerleader for it as well. But but you're like, I got some things to say. You know, it's a great question. And um, I was, I'm a Catholic educator by trade, so right. that's what I did, and was working as an assistant superintendent for, you know, a Catholic school's office, um, and it was my dream job, Liv, like, it really was, like, I felt like I was making a difference, I felt like I was working with principals and teachers to help their schools become even better in their charism and their, you know, mission, and the Lord made it really clear, he said, let it go. That's an homage to my friend Taylor. <laughs> anyway. Taylor who sings all the time. He does sing he all the sings time. all the time. That's my shout out to Taylor. <laughs> anyway, so the Lord made it really clear. And he's like, I have something better for you. Just don't tell me no. And so I said, Lord, what is it? And he said, just don't tell me no. And so I felt this calling to bring women together Um and, and really women that are more like my age and stage and season of life. So like 40 to 65-ish. Um, and to really um, have them come together and just talk about the faith and their life in the faith. I talk a lot about the power of ordinary and you talk a lot about extraordinary in that, right? Yeah. So one yeah. feeds into the other it's and true. the other leads back to the other, which is just a beautiful, mm -hmm. I think that's just like, that's kind of, that's kind of so us. us. Like I it's so us. Funny. It I really like, is. So us. And I love that. Um, yeah. But the idea is that, you know, there, there's, so there's a couple of reasons. Number one is that a lot of times women feel that they don't know where they fit in the church anymore because, like I said, my age and stage. Because the the programs, and I think rightly so, are geared now towards let's bring the youth in, let's keep the youth connected. Well, we're losing so many young adults. We are. Yeah, and, we really and, are. And so shout so out I to the youth ministers of the world. Y'all are like <laughs> yeah. on it. Yeah. I think um, that's why they're like kind of like, oh, let's make up a thousand things for absolutely. young adult But then you're over here going, yeah. hey, yeah. I'm in my prime. Yeah. You know, so like my, I'm in my 40s, 50s, 60s, yeah. 70s, and you're we're just tossed aside. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. that. So our, you know, my generation is, you know, we were the, we work full time, we have kids, you know, we did all the things. And so, you know, we can't go to a daytime thing that maybe the, 
the Ladies Auxiliary for Knights of Columbus or the Ladies Sodality. And they've been doing ministry for so long and they do it so well. They're so faithful. Um, but we can't attend those things. And so there, I just felt like there was a gap. I was craving some female friendships, some female um, just sisterhood to really journey with that. I have no sisters mm, biologically. See? So I get what you're you saying, what I'm saying about the guys, you know, so, yeah. so female friendship was hard for me for so a really long time. That might yeah. be why you're such a good mentor for me and, and female friendships, because it was something that you yourself, it wasn't the easiest. It thing was not the easiest thing. Yeah. yeah. And I'm an introvert, which yeah. people are like, wait, what do you, uh, no, I'm but an introvert. But you're an outgoing like, intro introvert. I am. You are. But after yeah. today, yeah. I'm going to need to like you go. You need about seven days. I do. Yeah. <laughs> just don't talk to me. And so. after today, I'll be jumping off of cliffs. Like this <laughs> gives like, me I need energy. More. I know. I I'm going to go walk into Walgreens and find people. <laughs> It's so sad. My work is done here, y'all. Like we're done. I, no. So so back to the you yeah. know, to the ministry. It was just it was this idea of bringing women together and saying we need to share our life in the faith. We have to learn from and with one another. So I have a dear friend Penny Bailey. You remember yeah, Penny? Penny's awesome. And you know she sort of had it on her heart as well. And so we said let's get together. Let's see what. God has put on both of our hearts. And so we started Encounter Grace and it's a Christ, it's a Catholic Christian women's group. We do online and in-person events, but we wanted to make the, we wanted this to be about a faith journey, right? Like it's not a one and done, um, you know, kind of get together. Like we want to accompany one another. So it's based on the visitation. Right. So it's intergenerationality. That. It is sitting at the feet of the other. It's about serving the other where they are in that season or stage of their life. And it's about those really beautiful conversations that happen. Like when I think of the visitation, right? Like I want to picture Mary and Elizabeth sitting and having their version of coffee and talking about all the things, you know, yes, there's good and holy things that they shared, but there's also just the things that, that women can talk about, like, like how dusty it is, like how dusty it is. Right. In, in or Nazareth. like, right. <laughs> or like, or, or like how, how awful the manger is going to be. Exactly. Like, like, you know, Mary's gonna be like, listen, I know this is coming. <laughs> I don't know if she did, but I just feel yeah, like she would. Right. I just feel like maybe we know. Like right, she's going to be but like, the questions, listen, smelly. I know. And but Elizabeth the, would be like, I'm there for you. This is not true. This is not theological at all. <laughs> it really isn't. <laughs> but I get tickled. Like I get a, a kick out of thinking about what is that conversation? What was that? What are they really talking because about? Because the heart of a woman, right, needs another woman's heart to sort of make that heart connection. Mm. We need men in our life and, and that's, you know, absolutely. But there's something really beautiful about when two women are able to come together and just share their hearts. I love it. And the envy's put aside. There's no jealousy. It really is about wanting the best for the other. Connection right? and it. not competition. Amen, sister. Yeah, right? that's what you're all about. So, yeah. so what did you do to give yourself permission to listen to God? Because listen, he tells us a lot of things. He tells us a lot of things. And I think that's the extraordinary. Is yeah. God, obviously. That's right. the big, there we go. There's the big secret. Just, you know. So how how do you give yourself permission to listen to him? So to it was a it was a lot of discernment and it's a lot of combating the lies that, you know, that Satan tells us all the time. We talk about those lies a lot. A lot. Laura constantly is calling me and being like, hey, I know that you're thinking or listening to these lies. And I'm like, how do you know that? She's like a wizard. I don't know. God <laughs> just puts it on my heart and says, call yeah, Liv. <laughs> Because very good she at needs that. you. Yeah. But, it's, but holy, it's being open to Holy Spirit for sure. You have a hard time 
listening about the lies of I yourself. don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm just going to drink exactly, my coffee Exactly, exactly. So, okay, so it's when you can quiet those down? Yeah, when you can quiet those down. Um, that's when and you that can is listen. a learned. that's a learned practice. It okay. is, you have to practice that. You have to be really mindful of it and really being surrounded by good and holy people in my life who just mm. pour into me over and over and over. I had somebody recently um, who was helping me do some social media stuff. And she says to me, she goes, I believe in you more than you believe in yourself. That's probably true. And it just about stopped me in my tracks. <laughs> and so when people can speak truth and love into you about what they see in you, mm -hmm. right, where they feel you are doing what the Lord has called you to do, like you've stepped into your giftedness, right? Um, that makes all the difference. Yeah. It makes all the difference in the world. So listening to that, my husband is a saint here on earth and he's going to, you know, he's just has been so supportive and he's like, Laura, you got to do what God's called you to do. He said, cause if you try to fight it, you cannot outrun. Yeah, that's going to be bad. Yeah. You cannot outrun God. No, I don't, I don't care who you are, what deal. you're, yeah. He's, a, he's <laughs> so he's how, yeah. how has improving your female relationships improved your marriage? Improved your vocation. Wow. That's a great question. Thank you. That's why Can I, do I get what back I do. to you on that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so I think I have the, the, with these friendships, and I, I really do call it sisterhood. Um, I think that I have the opportunity with these women to really share my heart, to share the feminine heart, right? Mm. The feminine genius of my heart. And so my well gets filled to overflowing you know, from women pouring in to me. And then I have so much more to give from the overflow. So I, my needs are getting met. Like that feminine genius part of my heart is getting met. Like that, that, that ache that I have maybe, mm -hmm. you know, I think, I think you know what I mean. Sure. Yeah. I absolutely know what you mean. And then, you know, so then I can be more intentional with my husband and there's a different need that I need from him. Right. Yeah, of course. Um, and then he needs me in a different way as well. So the, the friendship has just together. been, it's such a beautiful, and it it's like somebody it. planned it. <laughs> it's like, there's a big plan around this. I wonder, right? What is it? What is that? What could that be? So I have to ask, do, do you wish you had a sister? Are you like, are you okay? I'm okay. You are? I really am. I don't know. I still I still think every day. I'm like, oh, my mom. Like, I mean, yeah, they're in their <laughs> 70s now. But you never That would be look, a miracle. You know, it could be. It could it could be fantastic. Yeah. I I, I don't see I don't live in You're like, okay. Like I don't I live so in the moment yeah. that for me to like look back and go, I wish, Oh, I wish I wish No, I mean from this point on. No. I just want to learn mm -hmm. how to French braid. Right. Well, that's why I have you, and that's why we have how. Kana, right? We have Kana. <laughs> right. We're bring right. Her I can't. In. I can't do any of those things. Listen, yeah. you are just so lovely. I would like to play a game with you when we get back. What do you think about that? I want to like kind of. I want everybody to kind of see the fun, like Laura. That I get. I want a silly Laura. I want the margarita Laura. Oh, but Lord. wait, listen. It's in the middle of the day, so I can't do that. Okay. I think there's a law. I gave you coffee. Yeah, I'll do the coffee. But. <laughs> Will you play something with me? It's going to be so silly. And here's here's where it's going to be a shout out to, Laura. Okay. There's some bad ministry out there. Have you been to some bad ministry? We're not going to name call. We're not no. going to do anything. This is a positive show. There's also some other bad things on the planet. Not bad like bad, like naughty. Bad like, ooh, that was not. Who said that should happen? That's what we're going to do. Okay. What do you think? Okay. I'm good with that. I we're going to be positive about we're it. We're going to be positive. You're going to smile. Think Toxic I, positivity. I, I, ne 
that always works. I don't ever want to question someone's motives no, it's about be what great. they're doing. No, this is going to be fun. But I also am not an actress, so yeah, I can totally great. understand where it might be coming you're from. Having, you're going to have a good time. Okay. You guys, you are tuned into It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. Welcome back to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. I am still here with the fantastic Laura Rowland, who is in town from Raleigh, North Carolina. She runs uh, women's ministry called Encounter Grace and other things. She has a podcast. What is the name of your podcast? Short Story Longer with (laughs) Laura K. Rowland. Okay. And she's a speaker and people can find you on the interwebs at what? Uh, you Laura can find K. me at Laura K. Roland one. So that's the number one on the end. Oh, number one. And encounter grace one. Um, oh, and like that. Yeah. Like the one. one I right? like it. So yeah. Facebook, Instagram, all the things, all the things. Okay, perfect. Yeah, that's what you need to know. So we kind of talked a little bit, which is going to be the theme for the rest of the show <laughs> about really bad ministry and bad. No, it's fine. Cause listen, we've got to embrace then not everything's good. And that's okay. Cause that's toxic positivity to be like, this was fantastic. Here's the thing. Here's one of my favorite games. Look at how old this is. I don't know if Taylor can like, what should I do that? Is that better? What I- <laughs> Taylor's like, you're the worst. If you're watching, I'm I, trying to do my job I, and then you just mess it up. You're I like, tried- Oh, <laughs> we just keep going back and forth between the cameras. Back and forth. Back and forth. <laughs> This is, listen, this is a game for a couple. (laughs) It's called To Know You Better. I know. A couple of what? A couple of people. Okay. And it says, discovering wonderful new things about you. Oh, Oh, friends. uh Exactly. A a game of laughter and sharing for two. Okay. Okay? It's as cheesy. This is like a Saturday Night Live skit, isn't it? But can I tell you something secret? I kind of love this game. Okay. I bought it because poor Nathan I make him like do all, I'm like, look, I got this book and I got this whatever. And he's like, that's great. And he's so nice about it. So Laura and I are going to get to know each other better with this cheesy game from 1971. I don't know what year it is, but it should be. It looks like it. What does it say? 1997. That's sad. We have better graphics than this. Okay. Anyway. That's your birthday. And when you say that you were born. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. 97. We're going to ask each other questions and we're going to uh, answer them. Okay. What do you think? We might even throw one at Taylor. Okay. okay. I'm, I'll you ask go first, you one. So I understand Ooh. the, the, the list Okay. Here, Here's the question. Works. If someone praises you, how are you likely to react? If someone gives you a compliment, what are you going to do? Ah, funny enough. Yeah. Uh-huh. A year ago, I would have been like, oh, no, like. It's fine. Oh, I don't the, see it. Mm, <laughs> at, are you sure you like mean me? Like whatever. And now I'm like, thank you so much. Do you I mean really, it though? I do. I oh, do. you do. But I'll tell you what, it's been a journey. It's taken a while. It has been a journey to really understand because I look at it as like, they recognize that I'm coming from a place of giftedness and it all comes from God. Okay. So that's there how you go. All right. It. Great. All right. Ask me one. That's the rule. Like, that that's was it. it. That's it. This is okay, it. See here how painless this is? I like this game. Okay. It is cheesy. Um, I want it to be 70, 1972. The questions are at the bottom. There's a quote. I don't know why. Okay. I'm not really sure. Okay. okay. I'll never say never again is the quote. Uh-huh. Have you, uh-huh. Liv Harrison, yeah. ever made a New Year's resolution that you kept? Yeah. 
I do did. tell. I, need I to did. Know. I, it's actually one of the best things I ever did. My grandmother is currently 97 years old and I am one of 58 first cousins. Like there's 58 of us, um, grandchildren. I'm the sixth oldest of the 58. And one year I realized, you know, I, ha- I haven't really kept in contact with her very well. And so for my new year's resolution, it was to call her every week. And I did. And I did that for years. And now we're actually super close. I and love it. so we have a great relationship now. And that was the best news resolution I've ever kept. This is a great I game. Lo- look at what we've learned. See, even cheesy can be great. See, Taylor right. can't. He loves this. He's so happy right now. <laughs> this is really funny. It's just like, is, is it a game? It is <laughs> a game. <laughs> We're getting to know each other there's better. Pri- there's prizes at the end. There's prizes. For well, the I best have cupcakes. Answer. We're going to have a, yeah, we get, okay. you get, whoever wins gets to choose a cupcake. Okay. But there's no losers. Okay. Wah, Here's wah, the next wah, question. Wah. And I, this is how bad this, this is how bad this question is. I'm so nervous. That old gang of mine, dot, dot, dot. Okay. Who writes that? Okay. The jocks, the intellects, the rebels. Again, who writes this? When you were in high school, what kind of group did you hang with? We also want to hear from Taylor Schwartz. Go oh, ahead. My Laura, goodness. Laura K. So Rowling. I, I did not hang with any group. Oh, I really was a loner in high school. Ooh, yeah. Friends. I just sort of like sat. You were Ali Sheedy. Yes. <laughs> I just sort of like sat and watched and sort of was like, mm. I were mean, you I, judgy? Had, I had no, 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 no. Okay. I just never felt like I fit in okay. any particular group. So you just kind of watched. I mean, I liked everybody yeah. and, you know, sort of got along with, with most people, I think. Sure. Um, but I moved to the area where I went to high school when I was 12, and they had known each other since they were, like, in the womb, Tiny. basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was really hard to break That's into. That's hard. And so, yeah, so I didn't really. But if I had to pick a group, eventually I was with um, singers, like people. Oh, in, choir people. In, so in you course. and Taylor like each other. Taylor. We do. What were you in high school? Just like Laura, I, too, had no friends. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, him. I got his number. You're fired. <laughs> I got you. You're fired. I got you. Okay. No, but so yeah, I did have friends. Laura had did. friends. I did have friends. Okay, go ahead, Taylor. I was uh, an athlete, so like my only friends were like my my teammates. Yeah. But then my, by my senior year, I was the per- like I I grew up like when High School Musical came out. So like the whole like oh, grouping things. Um, wow. So like I was the one my senior year that like I was the one bringing all the groups together because like I finally figured out. If none of you like me, maybe y'all all like each other and I can be that link. Nice. So, Taylor, are we all in this together? <laughs> Troy. <laughs> that, yep, that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be Zach Troy, but Efron. I was really like the lady that was like, you know, I'm just over here baking cookies. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. I love it. All right. Let's okay, hear one from you. Okay. I'm going to choose this one randomly. Yeah. There. Okay. I already have mine for the next one. Okay. Oh. Give light and the darkness will disappear by itself. I love that she reads the quote. Desiderius, sorry, Erasmus, <laughs> I'm so bad about that. I don't anyway, know, I'm here's not reading the question. <laughs> yep. In what way or ways are you idealistic? What's idealistic? Does that mean, like... <laughs> like oh, I'm going to have 20 <laughs> podcasts and they're all going to be successful. That's it. <laughs> I'm Taylor, like you know her it's so like, well. Is that like being a dreamer? Yes, oh, we could say dreamer. All yeah. the ways. Right. I'm idealistic with my friendship with Taylor. I'm idealistic with my career. All of it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. What Taylor said. I'm. Yeah, that's true. I okay. want to be Ryan Seacrest. Okay. 
I am going to read the quote for this one. Okay. If I had to live my life over again, I'd live over a delicatessen. Anonymous. Who would say that? Why would we write that down? <laughs> that is the weirdest quote I've ever seen. This game is so weird. Okay, but there's the funny, it's a funny question. Okay. What kind of ethnic deli or restaurant would you like to live over? I find that fascinating. <laughs> oh my gosh. I find it um, dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the question said. Honestly, I could. Oh, wow. That's a great question. It is a good question. It's a very great question. Because what would you smell all day? I know. What could you run downstairs and grab? I, I would need to live. We live in San Francisco. I would need to live above a pizzeria, like yeah. an Italian restaurant. Like Grab a slice. Exactly. They could it's just a good hand, question. They could just hand it to me up the steps. Good it question. Be, it would be fantastic. <sighs> I like that idea. I don't know if there's a food I wouldn't live with. <laughs> oh, this is true. The order delivery from the okay. pizza place. <laughs> What's your address? Your address. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, here we go. Okay. You ready? ready? Yep. The double-decker treehouse in the backyard, the hidden passageway in the basement. This is so cheesy. What are these quotes? I don't know. How is this a game? Hilarious. Okay, but here's here's the question. All right, all right. What was your favorite spot in your childhood home? Did you have like a spot that you would like, that was like your space, like you would go to? Interesting. I know, right? Okay, yes. My parents built a playroom and they told us it was a playroom, but we each had our own sectioned gated area. <laughs> Which now I look back and I'm like, I see what they were doing. Exactly. There. I grew up in a gated community. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, I was gonna say that and exactly. I did exactly 100 percent Taylor so, Totally. So yeah, but I but I had all my stuff there. I also had a tree house my parents built because they built onto the house or they built something while I was little and they had all this extra wood and they built me a like legit playground. Like I was like a park y'all. Like it was amazing. And my treehouse was phenomenal and I loved it up there. There you go. Yeah. Perfect. There you go. All right. Okay. Ooh, this one's deep. I don't know if I want a deep one. I kind of want a silly one again. Um, let me get a silly one. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Th- this could go either way. I want it to be silly. Okay. Right. I'm not going to read the quote. Okay. Okay. I could read the quote. Okay. Now, what heroes would you clap for? I want them to be imaginary. Who were your imaginary like heroes when you were little that you? <laughs> you got so I excited. have an answer. I okay, have an answer. Let's go. Who and is it's it? going to be really random. I'm ready. Okay, uh-huh. so uh, the uh, Treehouse Rock, right? Scholastic Treehouse Rock. Oh yeah. Oh, schoolhouse? schoolhouse. Schoolhouse Rock. Did I okay, say yeah. Scholastic? Well, I just Sorry. said Treehouse. I was and thinking you said... books. Okay, got okay. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Magic right. Treehouse. <laughs> no, not Magic Treehouse. <laughs> Anyway, Schoolhouse Rock. Schoolhouse Rock. There was this um, character, and she was probably like twelve, you know, and that's whatever. And she's got like the cape behind her. I think it's. I think it was a woman. I always thought it was a woman. Sure. And she like stands there, and she's got her hands on her hips, and she's got the cape behind her. Yeah. And I just felt like that was like the most powerful twelve-year-old ever. That was your hero. I I wanted to be her. I gotta find out who I, that is. I wanted to be her. That's fantastic. Yeah. So that was my, that would be who that I That would have been yeah. who you would have said. Yeah. I would have said Wonder Woman because I had her underwoos. You know well, what I mean? Well, there's her too. Like that was amazing. I had a lasso on my underwear, like everybody else in stars and stripes, because that's what we wore in the 80s. And if it's not that late. Okay. Okay. So with that, you guys, I want you to come back because Taylor and I are going to continue this bad, cheesy thing. And we're going to do a sketch that sadly teenagers have had to watch we're going to do some pretty bad free youth ministry skits with taylor and Liv. when you come back you're watching it's not that late
with Love Harrison. Welcome back to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. I'm with my buddy, Taylor Stroll, who is acting as producer today. And now you're going to be actor. I am acting and producing. You today. are. You're doing both. You're kind of like Mel Gibson at this point. Well, I just, I just I apologize to all of our Jewish listeners. <laughs> here's, here's the thing. You are you technically still a youth minister anymore? You're not. I mean, Ish. I'm. you know how you can like hire a hitman to come in and do the job and then they sure. go back to their town and... Is that what that... How, that's it's how kind of... I'm like a the hitman version of, of, of a youth, youth minister. I don't, I'm not a youth minister. Uh-huh. I'm a coach because I realize I can yell at them more and not get in trouble. <laughs> and then I'm like the hitman version. People are like, hey, come to Iowa or come to Arkansas and talk to our kids and then leave, please. <laughs> that's what it's I like do. It's like being a grandparent in youth ministry. Like you show up and you leave. It's like... When people bring their grandkids over and you're like, this is great. And then they go home. So it's kind of like that. You don't have to worry all the time. But you've done enough youth ministry work and so have I. Where we've seen some really bad youth ministry. Yours. <laughs> Taylor, <laughs> that is not true. But do you remember how many skits? Like you grew up in youth ministry as a kid like I did. Like we were actual youth in youth ministry. And there were some pretty cheesy skits. Like there were some pretty cheesy things. That would happen. Do you remember anything when you were younger? I mean, I remember the good one that was oh, good okay. until it was done 47 times. Oh. Do you remember when the everything skit became I, a oh thing? Oh my gosh. And it's, Nobody <laughs> even knows what that was. Nobody even knows what sound that was. It's exa- uh, we played the recording 28 of times. Lifehouse. Yes. <laughs> Lifehouse is retired now because of that one song. Right, exactly. There was also like, <laughs> there's some stuff that you couldn't do today. That my youth group did. For instance, we had a junior high retreat where we all died. This is true. Like in 10 minutes when we were there getting our snacks, they turn off all the lights and somebody comes in and goes, you're now all dead. And that's what the rest of the retreat was. We had to write our obituary. We had to lay down and pretend we were dead and people had to say nice things about us. (laughs) We had to. The whole thing was morbid. I don't think you could do that today. So we we did one that is frowned upon now, but it actually like it's frowned upon, but I actually think it's very effective. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of want to bring it back. Like- it was this thing at the beginning, at the beginning of the retreat. Um you probably you probably have done the first version of it. Maybe you haven't done the second. Maybe I the, wrote the, it. The, <laughs> yeah. So uh back when you and Jesus knew each other, <laughs> uh, back in th- 2000 years ago. Nice. So uh, did you ever do the thing where it was like an examination of conscience and they gave you like an With envelope the, and the poking yeah, and you had to like po- poke yep, it yep. And, and what was it when you opened it up? It was Jesus or it was a cross or it was something and, and you were supposed to put up against like a, a light and say, look, the light of Christ can fill in the holes. That's all. Nothing else. You poked. You you, you skipped did. the first part that like you're you opened it up yeah. and you stabbed Jesus yeah, 37 you times. Jesus, yeah. But so we but did. It was the, really effective. It was effective. We did that yeah. one year and it was effective. Yeah. And the next year we came back and like our, our retreat leaders was in college. Our retreat leaders did it again. So everybody that's like in on it, like everybody that was there the year before, yeah. it's like, oh, we know what's going on. So we're poking the holes during the thing. What we didn't realize until it was too late, uh, was that they had taken pictures of us as we were like getting off the bus and taking pictures of us as we were like going around the retreat. So this time 
our sin stabbed pictures of us and our closest friends. And they were in the envelope? You were in the envelope? So we thought it was Jesus and we were stabbing him and I opened it up and there I was, my (laughs) sin stabbing me and my best friend and the girl I had a crush on. It was so funny. And then somebody's Whoa. somebody it didn't work for. They only stabbed the other people and they didn't stab themselves oh, once. <laughs> yeah, the diocese came out. Because that was like the archdiocese had to come out and tell us not to. We it to us, we got it from Bobcat. Yeah, Awakening. because your sins didn't affect Jesus at I all. No, I, I mean so but the other thing, well, the other thing was you could hear the poking. So like when they were saying things like, Have you had premarital sex? And then you hear you know, you're all the pokey. And everybody's <laughs> like, yeah. And everybody's like, what? You know, or, you know, have you gotten drunk? You know, it's like right. all this poking and like everybody's like, what? Right. And like, so it was not okay like to do with teenagers for a million reasons. But then you're also supposed to not deface God. But the whole point was like the light of Christ. Would, you're like, also supposed to not sin. Right. So. <laughs> I, listen, there were some bad things in youth ministry. <laughs> You. you know, there were some bad things, but I have to say, I really love the skits that are so cheesy and so bad. Just dropped our controller <laughs> for our clock. This is a bad moment in youth ministry, well. but, um, our, our incredible executive producer, Anna, who also happens to be my, um, assistant, which means she knows my calendar and tells me what to do and when this is your dream come true because I never know what to do or where to go. And Anna has saved the day. (laughs) She (laughs) saves me all the time, but she found some really bad skits, Mm. youth ministry skits. And I thought we could act them out because we love to act. (laughs) (laughs) Like how I act like I enjoy being here. (laughs) How you act like you don't like me and that we're not friends like that. Oh, we went the opposite. (laughs) We did. We went opposite. I did this with Nick De La Torre. Up in Ohio. Is that how we say his name? I think he says Delator. And he was just very kind to you the way, whenever <laughs> you were on the show with him. <laughs> we did this free youth ministry skit and it took us 15 minutes to read. It was the longest moment of our lives, but it was so funny. And he did like multiple voices and all that. But you're going to just do one voice, you said. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be a huge disappointment to you. <laughs> You're like, oh, this is what you also told him that you he was your favorite male guest. I was your favorite male guest in, in Ohio. God, Taylor, you didn't listen. Okay, I love that. I love that you brought that up right now and made it awkward. So angry. So let's go into yes, an awkward I, it skit. just started getting awkward, awkward just now. <laughs> I gotta read the beginning of this. Okay, okay. I want everybody to understand this is a free. This is a free skit, so we don't have to pay anybody money to do this. You'll see why. (laughs) (laughs) But what's worse is this means that somebody's child had to sit through this, okay? Even if your kid is in youth ministry, they still make you do this kind of junk, like in high school. You know, they have like, I don't know, they have people come in for programs and stuff like that. So even if you're not, quote unquote, a youth group kid, you've had to see bad camp skits. This says, life is funny. The things we laugh at as teens are long forgotten or coming back into style. The things we thought were oh so cool are mocked by our students. So don't fret. Just laugh along. It's life. First of all, who says fret? Oh so cool is one word. I would like everyone to know that. (laughs) So the skit can be used and they give us three options. Oh, three. It can be just for fun to open a Bible study topic or message or as a devotional message or a discussion starter. So what I'm hearing is those three things are different. So Bible study and devotionals can't be fun. A Bible study can't also be a devotional. Uh, opening your Bible is definitely not a discussion starter. 
It's so stupid. <laughs> this is great, you guys. And this is a whole website. We won't say where we got it. but LiveHarrison.com. <laughs> so weird. Interesting. It's the LiveHarrison.com. So That's why it didn't come from me. Anyway, but it has all this like free resources and adult, young adult ministry and youth and culture. Obviously, this is helping the youth's culture. So I'm going to set the scene. It says, a new youth leader being interviewed by the church youth group. Characters is a one new youth leader, Pat... Say hi. Hello. <laughs> I'm Pat. And then there's three students, Amanda, Toby, and Caleb. And then props are optional, so we're going to go with no. Anything from the 80s, we've got you. You're from the 80s. Yeah, I am from the 80s. <laughs> You're the boombox. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we're recording this through a cassette tape. Done. <laughs> we did it. We et cetera, did it. et cetera. So this is where, also this is our homage to radio back in the day. Taylor, you know, a lot of the people are listening. <laughs> I know some people are watching. So if you're watching, it's going to be funny. If you're listening, it's going to be funny. Because remember back, well, you don't know this, but there was a president called FDR. <laughs> and he used to have fireside chats. And they Wait, were you do, legitimately alive when he was sort of alive? I can't talk to you right now. Oh my gosh. And, no, I wasn't alive. I didn't anyway. think so. But I like freaked out for a second. I was like, I thought that was like a long, long time <laughs> ago. <was> <laughs> do like radio shows you know like they didn't have television so like little orphan annie was a play you know that they would do on the show like every sunday kids would run to the you know radio to hear what happened to annie you know from last week so that's what we're doing man okay, life sucked back bringing then. back <laughs> bringing back radio are we going to or are we going to just talk about you're the it opening the line you're the opening line hi i'm your new youth leader <laughs> i just want you to, to let you know that i'm cool nothing like your parents I can relate to you. So, any questions? Um, yeah. Like, how are you with technology? Do you text? I was texting already when I was your age. I, I learned about it in typing class. Maybe you don't understand. Do you have messages on your phone? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a really funny answering machine message. Leave a message anytime. But since I screened my calls, you should say you are from. No, I'm asking, can we send you messages from our phones? You have a fax machine at home? Oh, forget it. What kind of phone do you have? Um, I think it's a rotary. No <laughs> touch tone. What kind do you have? Um, most of us have Android devices. Your phone is a robot? <laughs> oh, you're kidding. <laughs> you know, I could really do the robot at our middle school dance. Get through this. Uh, uh, breaking character okay, for a moment. Sorry. This is how I'm going to start my next talk in front of like 500 kids. Hello. I would like to let you know that I am cool and relatable. <laughs> this is so bad. Okay. <clears throat> so where did you say they beamed you in from? Seriously now, can we get to you through the social network? Oh, you like Star Trek too? Mm-mm. Uh, this must be Father Daryl when he was a kid. <laughs> Live long and prosper. Sure, you could page me anytime. Just punch in your number. You can't be serious. <laughs> you have a pager? Don't you know about Facebook, Twitter? Oh, yeah, I brought my yearbook. Okay. You can check out my mullet. What? What? <laughs> I don't really care for Twizzlers. What is happening? The youth leader is drunk. <laughs> what is going on? This is going to make kids not go to church. This would not make kids stay. They well, would if, leave. Yeah, it, like, we just answered the question. What left? Like, why aren't your kids Catholic anymore? This is this why. This is why. It is this skit. Okay. 
Um, even my grandma's on Facebook. She checks my profile and likes my status. Grandmas are like that. <laughs> they always want to check out your side view. What is that? <laughs> like, I don't understand. We're going from old, like old. We've gone from old language to new language, and I don't understand this one. I can't stop laughing. So they can sneak a smooch on you and what? tell you how much you've grown. The grandmas. Oh. <laughs> even with my long hair, she always says she likes my look. Grannies are awesome. Can we have new merch that says grannies are awesome? This is like the worst. I, I am so careful with things I say. People think that I'm not. But oh I think whatever gosh. they are. Like they're just clips of me saying this stuff. Now. Oh my gosh. This is so funny. So how exactly can you relate to today's teen? We aren't getting it. I'm still cool. I've got Mick Jagger moves. Oh. Michael Bolton lyrics and my hammer time dance is just about right. Wow, you are cool. Hope we get to see your cassette collection when you bring in your boom box. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> so what do you guys want to talk about? Well, we talked about this verse in Bible study today. Uh, and I would like to say that Amanda, Caleb, and Toby have to say this all in unison. So good luck. <laughs> it seems just perfect for you. Remember your leaders, those who spoke to you, the, to you the word of God, consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. And do not be led away by diverse and strange teachings, for it's good for the heart to be strengthened by grace, not by fools, which have not benefited those who devoted to them. Hebrews 13, 7, What is happening? The youth leader is the only, like the kids just taught that? The kids in oh unison, gosh. Amanda, Caleb, oh and Tony said in unison four sentences. It's like when you break I into can't. like song and musicals, I like they just said this in unison this and they're musical. saying what the youth minister is oh supposed my. to say. So you read the message. So what the was message. the message out of this? Taylor? The message we'll is done with this. Oh my God. Even if your church leaders, parents and teachers aren't as cool as, as we think they should be, <laughs> don't be fooled. They have a timeless message. No, they don't. Amanda, <laughs> Caleb, and Toby do. They have a timeless message that blesses us today without any expiration date. You have one. God is not old-fashioned or a fad. Can you think of anything cooler than redeeming a fallen people to an eternal existence in a perfect heaven? Don't fall for mere appearances or script writing. Look at the heart and the, uh, and the Lord meeting our needs just as he has done throughout the ages. Who cares if the apostles were cool? Random dig at them for no reason. They passed on the gospel message, which is what we read about today. And it says, oh be God. the first to like this on Twitter. This website is ridiculous. And... See, I don't like at some point I wasn't acting anymore. I'm like legitimately angry. <laughs> Taylor's so angry. You guys don't go away. You are tuned into <laughs> It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. Welcome back to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. You guys, thank you for tuning in on Veritas, which is 1350 AM if you're in the Connecticut, Long Island area, or maybe you are listening on their app. Maybe you're watching on YouTube. And even if you're not, go subscribe. <laughs> you can also see the show on Facebook and you can tune in on any podcast app. Every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern, you can catch the show on Veritas. And then at 8 p.m. Central Time, you can then listen on any podcast app or watch the show. As you saw today, we had Laura Rowland, who was just fantastic. You need to follow her on all the things. Laura Rowland One on all of her social media and Encounter Grace One for all of her women's ministry. Thank you, Laura, for coming in town. She was here from Raleigh, North Carolina. So fun. And 
my new producer, Taylor Schroll, who I hope will come back and produce again and hang out with me. <clears throat> he is just too funny. And if you're not following Taylor, you should be. His show, Forte Catholic, is something that you need to check out. And every now and then he lets me co-host. I just want to say, you guys, thank you so much for being here. I need your help. As I always ask, this is our first go at the show. We just started in July. We're going strong. But help me get through the rest of 2021. Share the show. Talk about it. Like it. Give it to a friend. Whatever you can do, because we are working hard to bring you great content and for you to want to come back every single week. I do hope that you look at this week and say, how am I going to make it extraordinary and do something fantastic with your life this week until I see you again? You guys have a great one. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, don't forget to give yourself permission to be extraordinary. You are tuned into It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. Bye, y'all.